Hey, this is Matt Trueblood. It's Monday, March 9th. Let's talk about two Rangers relievers. It's what everybody wants to do on a Monday, right? With the stock market crashing and an epidemic coming for all of us. Um, I was just tinkering with stuff this weekend. You know, I didn't really uh, get a whole lot written. Certainly didn't get to watch much baseball this weekend. Family stuff. It was a really nice couple of days here in Minnesota weather-wise. Try to get outside for the first time since, you know, uh, winter descended. So uh, I didn't watch a whole lot, but I dug into a couple of guys just almost by accident uh, that I think are interesting and worth talking about. We'll start with the more notable of them uh, and the more familiar issue that I just want to touch on because I haven't heard it talked about a lot lately. This is Jose Leclerc. The Rangers, uh, sometime closer, probably going to be back in that role. It's kind of been back and forth. He had a brutal start to last season, but for most of last year, he was the very good reliever that we saw the previous season and that Texas was expecting when they signed him to a contract extension, I believe, last March. Leclerc uh, has a big fastball and elite spin on that fastball. Um what I want to talk about is his secondary pitch and what we should call it and how we should handle its existence. Um, because I didn't know a ton about Jose Leclerc. Maybe shocked to learn. I don't keep encyclopedic track of closers or secondary relievers on teams that are largely irrelevant. So I had known about Leclerc back when he was a prospect, kind of let him slip from my radar but he throws this really funky, apparently cut changeup, right? This is a pitch that StatCast calls his slider, and Brooks Baseball calls it a splitter, differentiating it from his straight change that he also throws much, much less, and that really isn't anything special. Uh, I was so flummoxed by what I found when I looked at Leclerc's so-called splitter movement um, movement and velocity and things on Brooks that I reached out to Harry Pavlidis and said I think you've got Jose Leclerc's slider misclassified as a splitter there's just no way this is right it stands out entirely from any other splitter or any other change up in the entire league Harry said he's talked to the Rangers uh, Kate Morrison a BPer from who's been in and out of the organization a lot over the last few years knew Leclerc or knew people who knew Leclerc coming up through the system Kate's a bit of a specialist on the Rangers system and the consensus is it is a cut changeup. I've seen pictures of the grip that Leclerc employs it's it's definitely a changeup grip sort of sitting I think more of the ball sits between his middle and ring fingers than is typical and that's how he creates that cutting action with it um but it is a strange pitch because not only does it move like a slider, I mean, it has the dip and it has the lateral movement of a slider. It doesn't uh, spin you know, and move to the arm side at all. In fact, quite the opposite. Even a, good, even a splitter that we think of as having almost cut action will tend to be more or less straight from a horizontal perspective. 
Most splitters and changeups run to a pitcher's arm side. This one moves significantly to Leclerc's glove side. But the thing that really jumped out to me, and the reason why StatCast is persistently calling this a slider, and I don't think that's likely to change soon, is that he spins the thing at 2,700 RPMs. A typical changeup, you know, from a pitcher, you know, with this kind of overall profile, is going to have a drop of a few hundred RPM from their fastball to their change. Guys who throw splitters especially, um, which tend to be the more cut-change types, that's why it's under that umbrella on Brooks, a splitter tends to have very low spin. Leclerc's spins like mad. It really seems as though, despite the way he grips it and the way that clearly he and the organization conceptualize it, this is a slider that just happens to come out of a, a change-up grip. Uh, that's the way it feels to me, at least. But it's, it's so interesting. It's a fascinating case study in the uh, ongoing, I think, struggle to delineate what do we call any given pitch and how do we classify, how do we compare it? Do we go by what a pitcher says? Do we go by uh, what the pitch does? I, I think the obvious answer is some of each, right? Um, but Leclerc's pitch is interesting because it's such a such an edge case, you know, where there is a clear preference for one uh, way of calling it from him and the organization, and it pairs with the grip that he uses, and yet the behavior of the pitch goes so far, you know, militates so much against calling it that, uh, that it creates a dissonance that almost no other pitch in the league does. Anyway, whatever you call it, and I loved, you know, I watched some video to try and get a feel for exactly what's going on. Um, I watched some video, and the Rangers broadcast frequently calls it a slambio, which is a combination of slider and cambio, the Spanish slang for change. And, uh, yeah, I like that. Maybe we should just call it his slambio, and I know that neither Brooks Baseball nor StatCast is going to invent a new pitch type called Slambio because there are not many other guys in the league who throw anything like it. But uh, it sure is a fascinating pitch, and I think it's best understood as an animal all unto itself. Anyway, I mentioned that partially just because I was noodling it this weekend and partially to lead into a conversation of another Rangers pitcher that I knew even much, much less about than I knew about Leclerc before this weekend, and that's Jonathan Hernandez, who's going to pitch for them tonight as a starter in their Cactus League game. They're trying to expose him to some high-level hitters, make him maybe turn over the lineup a little bit and see what they've got. They're not looking at him as a starter, but as a potential stretched-out relief candidate uh, for the back end of their bullpen as they open the season. Um, And Hernandez wow, this, the stuff is nasty. Um, it's a really athletic and high torque delivery, lowish slot and the ball comes out and he throws a sinker that just takes off to the arm side, completely takes off. Uh, and it can touch 98. I saw a lot of 96, 97 with it. He also has a pretty good slider, more of a traditional slide or something that sits in the high 80s uh, coming off that high 90s heat and 
can dive in there, especially back foot to a lefty down and away to a righty. He seems to be pretty confident executing that that way. Then he's got this other pitch, and I I don't think he's going to need to use it a lot if he is slotted into a relief role, and that's part of it's feeding some of my optimism for him as a reliever if he does make the team in that capacity. He throws a changeup that is some kind of strange uh, bedfellow to what LeClerc does, really. I froze on his grip a couple of times and just zoomed in to get a look. He is almost forking the ball just between the middle and ring fingers. The other fingers are on the ball, but it's really being steered by those two middle ones. And the result, because of his hand position or whatever, it, it's nothing like uh, Leclerc's pitch. Uh, you know, also just that in the first place, Hernandez does not spin the ball the way Leclerc does. He doesn't have a four-seam fastball. It's more of a two-seamer, a lot of two-seam action on it, right? And not a very high spin rate. His sinker is one of the heaviest in the league. You know, if it's classified on Brooks. Again, the tension between the classification systems, but... It's classified on Brooks as a four-seamer. If you classify it that way, it's one of the very heaviest four-seamers in the league. I mean, more drop than any of them. And even for a sinker, it's a relatively heavy one. What is unique and really interesting is his changeup actually has less drop on it than that four-seamer, or two-seamer, whatever you want to insist that it is. Uh, That changeup, I think, because of the unique grip and the way he throws it and everything, it comes in at about 90, 91. I saw one that touched 92. And it is so strange to watch hitters swing under a 92-mile-an-hour pitch as though a string was pulled on them under it because it actually sinks less than his fastball does. It sinks less. It rides. It Guys were actually swinging through it or being frozen by it, and it's not a good pitch. It's really not. Truthfully, he doesn't seem to have any command of it. I watched any number of them, and the catcher was often, often, often setting up on the third base side of home plate looking for kind of a traditional changeup. Let me run this away from a lefty, right? And he would miss all the way across the plate, and yet batters hardly ever did anything with it. They would freeze up on it, they would swing through it, and they would give the most befuddled looks. I don't think he can rely on that continuing. You know, he had a relatively small sample in the majors last year. Guys would start to figure it out. But it is so funky to watch this pitch that because it actually sinks less than his fastball, he's relying on guys swinging under a changeup that is still coming in at you know, like a slightly below average fastball speed. Just bonkers stuff. If you get a chance to watch Hernandez do it, I assume that he'll still be tinkering with that change here in spring training. Probably if he does make it to the majors and succeed in the majors, it's going to be by not junking that pitch, but turning it very much just into a show me offering and focusing on sinker slider, sinker slider, because He's got the body for that. He's got the mechanics for it. He commands both pitches. No, okay, I almost... He doesn't command either pitch well at all, but he may command them well enough given just how filthy they are. Uh, 
the changeup is just such a weird variable in that mix that I think it's worth mentioning. And it, again, if you got a chance to to watch him pitch, do so and, and see if you see it in action. I think that's all for today. Uh, have a good one, and I'll talk to you Tuesday.